Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, this is Stevie McKee. Um, today I want to talk just a little bit about <clears throat> the purpose of suffering. Because everyone suffers in this life, everyone goes through pain, through some more than others. And oftentimes we can wonder what in the world is that all about? What's the purpose of suffering? What's, do we need to suffer? And some preaching these days suggests that you don't ever need to go through anything. Like, you don't need to go through suffering or difficult times like that. But that is just completely unbiblical, unscriptural, untrue, unrealistic. And it's just not backed up by anything. Because everyone in this world will go through stuff. So, what is the purpose of suffering? Why do we need to go through suffering? There's a, there's a great mystery to suffering. Like, what is it about it? I mean, Paul even prayed, he said, that I might know him and the fellowship of his suffering. Like, what a prayer. Paul was actually asking to participate in the sufferings of Christ. Now, let me just read 1 Peter 4, 1. says, therefore, since Christ suffered in his body. Yes, I'll read it again, sorry. Therefore, since Christ suffered in his body. Arm yourself also with the same attitude, because whoever suffers in the body is done with sin. Now, 1 Peter 5.10 says, And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm and steadfast. After you have suffered for a little while, there's something about going through things, suffering, what's that about? Well, the first scripture kind of gives a clue. It says, because whoever suffers in the body is done with sin. Now, 2 Corinthians 4.17 says, for, out, sorry, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. It's achieving an eternal glory. There's something about suffering that actually God allows. And sometimes we can think when we're going through suffering, difficult times, pain, that it's just the devil. It's just maybe a, somebody's put a curse on us or it's some sort of warfare. And it might be all of those things. I'm not saying those things don't exist. But actually, if you go above that, if you look above that into God's sovereign plan for your life, he has a plan where he... Is not so much concerned about your comfort than he is your character. And suffering really is about changing us, moulding us, actually conforming us into the image of Christ. So suffering is about us going through pain, difficulty, so that Christ might be formed in us. And we can fight against it. It's really part of the cross we talk about the cross embracing the cross and loving the cross but what does that really mean well it means you go through stuff it means you go through pain and part of our message in recent decades in fact maybe this message has always came across is that you don't need this you don't need suffering you don't need to go through stuff well it is simply not true there's there's part of the christian message is suffering yeah, you have joy in the suffering like Paul was in the prison and he said rejoice. 
And again, I say rejoice. And that was from the present. And you can find joy in the suffering, joy in the cross. But we must have the cross. We must have suffering. Because it's through that suffering that our character's changed. Now, obviously, we can fail that test by getting bitter, getting angry, um, having wrong attitudes and wrong mindsets and maybe lashing out at people and being angry at people when we shouldn't be instead of forgiving but if we allow this process to take us deeper take us deeper into the heart of God into the very emotions of God because he himself suffered he was the suffering lamb he suffered like we can't even imagine and we think we've to escape such suffering when you think of the original apostles the 12 apostles how much all of them suffered 11 of them were martyred like tortured and john they tried to kill but couldn't kill and i'm not saying we have to be martyred or anything like that and i'm not saying we have to live in depression and suffering i'm not talking about that kind of suffering like we have to be delivered from depression and oppression and all of that but what i'm saying is we do go through things on earth and the purpose is so that we can be conformed into the very image of christ we think being conformed into the image of Christ is just a glorious thing where it all feels good and it's just about goosebumps and it's just about feeling amazing all the time. That's not how it happens. It'll happen through you going through stuff, through me going through stuff, through difficult times. And I love the scripture I just read. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Now, Paul's momentary troubles were pretty severe. But for him, it, he had the right perspective because he was looking at it from heaven's perspective. And he could see that even though from an earthly perspective, what he was shipwrecked, he was whipped, he was put in prison, he was mistreated, he was persecuted, he was tortured, he, all, these, all these things. So... So much suffering, but from heaven's perspective, this was just a light and momentary trouble. And he realised the purpose of it. It wasn't just for nothing. It wasn't just, oh, this is so hard and feeling sorry for himself. He was saying, actually, this is working. It's achieving for us an eternal glory. There's an eternal weight of God's presence, of his glory, that comes through us suffering. And it might seem difficult, maybe sometimes even feels impossible at the time. But if I can encourage you to go up higher, to see from God's perspective, you will begin to see that it's just momentary. It is just very limited to a very small time on earth where we go through stuff, but it's so worth it for the weight of glory that it's producing. I mean, 2 Timothy 3.12 says, in fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. I don't know why we expect somehow to not have this, not have persecution. Did you think everyone's going to go well and everybody's going to love you? In fact, if, oftentimes if you're preaching the real truth, you will be disliked. You will be called a false prophet. You will be mistreated. You'll be persecuted. Paul says, everyone 
who wants to live a godly life, if you want to live a godly life, a holy life, a pure life, a life that's pleasing to God, then you will be persecuted. And actually, my whole point of this message is that is not bad news. It's actually good news because it's all conforming you and conforming me into the very image of Christ as you go through stuff. What I do is I just present it to God. I present my pain to God, my suffering to God. I stand before him by faith and I just throw it all down, crowns and the, the difficult parts of my life, the, the, the pain, the suffering. I present it all to him and that is true worship. When you give him everything, that's why David was a man after God's own heart because he'd present everything. He was so honest and raw before God. He'd present everything he was going through to God. But at the end of his prayer, I'd say, but I trust you, Lord. I know that you are my redeemer. You're my savior. You're my helper. You are my king. You're the one who will protect me. You're the one who will save me and help me. But we will go through persecution. Galatians 6.2 says, Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Hebrews 2.10 says, In bringing many sons and daughters to glory, it was fitting that God, for whom and through whom everything exists, should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect through what he suffered. He had to suffer. He went through suffering. And we go through suffering. We go through pain. We go through times of heartache when you look at some of the saints like any of the giants the fathers and mothers of the of of of, of the of the faith like of the past Catherine Kuhlman, Reese Howells, Evan Roberts like the Wesleys all these people William Branham they suffered but yet it produced a weightiness of the presence why because it it, it brings a humbling it conforms us into the image of Christ. It helps us to realise how lowly we are, how vulnerable we are, how fragile we are without Christ, without his strength, without his power. Like, oftentimes, when I go and, go and preach, I just am so aware of my weakness. And years ago, I was unemployed for seven, eight years, actually. And it was a real time of suffering. It was a real time of just knowing that I am nothing. I didn't know at the time, but God showed me years later the purpose of that whole time was to put a stamp on my soul, a stamp on the very core of my being, that without Christ, without the Lord, I am nothing. I can do nothing. I can achieve nothing. I am powerless. I am helpless. I am utterly useless without him but I now I know that when God uses me when God moves if God ever does anything through me it's all because of what he has worked into my life and the purpose of the suffering I had when I was unemployed for eight years was to conform me into the image of Christ it produced humility it produced a lowliness, not because I am lowly or humble, but because I know without a shadow of a doubt, if God takes his hand off me, even just a little bit, I can do nothing, I can achieve nothing. I'm not able to do anything, nothing of eternal worth, nothing at all. Jesus even said, like, 
in myself I can do nothing. If Jesus said that, how much more do we need to realise that we can do nothing, our churches can do nothing, our ministries can do nothing? And actually, the greater the suffering, the greater the depth of Christ we will delve into and dive into. And I'm not talking about sickness or things like that. Uh, because I do believe God wants everyone to be healed and whole. Sometimes we make a a false kind of suffering that we think we've got to go through. Like maybe some of the mystics have all put too much emphasis on sickness. Like they kind of longed even to be sick. I'm not talking about anything like that. I'm not because God wants you healed and whole and healthy. But we will go through stuff. And the whole purpose is that Christ is formed in you. And if you can see that, it will actually help you through because you'll realise this is good. This is God. That God is want to produce fruit in you. And to produce the fruit, there's got to be a lot of pruning sometimes. And the pruning's painful because it cuts off the branches. It, it seems as if we've been stripped back to nothing. You might be feeling you've been stripped back to nothing. Do you know what? That's okay. Because you might be, be you might actually be being stripped back to nothing. I had a dream a few years back where there was just such a realm of God came in a meeting and a friend came up to me and said, this is the kind of glory that dismantles you so that you can be rebuilt and remantled. And that's where we're at. That's maybe why we're going through so much suffering. We've got to be so wally before God. We've got to be so humble before God. We've got to allow him to produce Christ-likeness in us so that he has a people that's truly separated, truly holy, truly lowly, truly humble, truly holy, truly clean, truly pure, and Christ-like. So guys, it's difficult sometimes, but if you realise that God is producing a weight of glory that will mean that whatever you're going through is as nothing compared to that glory. This is Stephen McKee, and this is Wisdom's echo.